Welcome to the Brandon Bloom Podcast, the place to be to learn how to grow your business's visibility online organically. I'm your host, Liz Fleming. Let's dive right into this new episode. Hey, hey, Bloomers. Welcome back to the Brandon Bloom Podcast. I'm really excited to introduce you to another amazing guest that we have here, Angela Henderson. Angela, welcome. Hey, hey, hey. How are you today? I'm super pumped. So you are a business coach for women, if I'm putting it in the simplest of terms. And Mm -hmm. I know a bit about you, but my audience doesn't. So I would love for you to tell us a bit about who you are and how you help people. Sure. Yeah. So I uh, currently live in Brisbane, Australia, which is always fantastic, but I'm a proud Canadian. And I always say what's not to love about Canada when we have Tim Hortons donuts, Wayne Gretzky, you know, beer. I mean, life's pretty good. So yeah. So I've lived in Australia now since 2006, I think it was. So we've been here for about 15 years. My husband's originally from Australia. And yeah, now I've got a son, Finley John, who is 11, and Chloe Glenella, who is eight. So that's kind of, they're part of my why, but not all of my why. And sometimes people get a little bit like, oh, well, what do you mean by that? And my thing is, is at the end of the day, my kids are going to leave the nest. And for me is I've worked at, I used to have a lot of mom guilt around you know, going, speaking internationally and leaving them and things like that. But I've had to work out is that I can be a really kick-ass woman in business and equally a good mom. And that my kids are part of my why, but not all of my why. Because again, it's okay to still uh, know who my identity is while at the same time embracing the identity as a mom. In regards to business, I started almost 11 years ago uh, in my first business, which was an e-com platform where we focused on creating childhood memories through play, love and travel. Uh, it was named after my son, Finley and me. We had at time when we wrapped up, we had uh, 1400 different uh, products that were educational based predominantly. So working on fine motor skill development, um, imaginary play, color recognition, gross motor skills, etc. Uh, it was through that particular platform that I also uh, started writing for my audience, which was mothers who are buying our items for their children. And uh, what we found is I talked a lot about, uh, you know, depression and motherhood, loneliness and motherhood and things like that. I'm also an ex-mental health clinician of 15 years. So I used to diagnose people with schizophrenia, bipolar, depression, autism, et cetera. So I was able to bring that skill set into Finley and me and write about it. Through writing, I then became one of Australia's leading parenting bloggers and influencers. So I was signed with Netflix as one of their top 30 influencers here in Australia and New Zealand. And I worked with similar brands back in America and Canada, like your Walmarts, your Targets, your Whole Foods, uh, the Hiltons, Club Meds and things like that. So that was really cool because it opened my eyes about the importance of having multiple income streams. So you weren't reliant just on one. Um, so yes, yeah, so that was cool. And then what happened is people wanted just to start picking my brain. And at that stage, I was a bit, <coughs> excuse me, naive to the whole consulting industry. Uh, but I was like, sure. And over a course of a couple of months, uh, I did like 14 coffee dates. And while I don't drink coffee, I was having to drive 30 minutes one way, 30 minutes back, spend time. And then I was mm-hmm. like, and I'm all, I'm a bit of a giver. But I realized, hold on a minute, if I charge these people for my expertise, I could have a secondary business. And that's where Angela Henderson Consulting has come in. So as you said, now I predominantly work with women in business to make sure they have all of the pieces in place to hit consistent four and five figure months. And then I help women also scale to six and seven plus figure years, but without burning out. I don't uh, like the hustle culture. I don't like uh, the impact it has on people's mental health. And I think that you can have a business Mm. with ease and elegance without the hustle. 
I love that. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. It provides us with a just a more rounded um, background of you. And I always love having my guests kind of give the rundown of themselves versus me reading a bio because mm-hmm. we can hear it from you and the evolution of your, your experiences and your expertise and your businesses. And that's what I really want to get across to my listeners. You know, a lot of makers especially feel like if they start one thing, they can't transition out of it into something else. And you are a prime example of someone who's successfully done that over the years. So when did you then start your consulting business? Was that like recently or was it that last five years? Yeah, so it was, listen, I took on my first client back in 2016, but it was really, there was no structure. There was no anything. I just thought, okay, yep, you're paying me. Let's roll with it. But it really didn't start until 2017. But in that transition, I was also still working full-time as a mental health Mm. clinician. So, um, but I then had some workplace bullying and I was actually off for uh, medical purposes due to depression and anxiety caused from the bullying. So I would say that the the consulting business didn't actually fully take off till probably 2018. So really three years, but we've technically, I had my first client back in 2016. So uh, yeah, and it just evolved one thing after that. And, and the importance of building your visibility, you know, there's really three ways that you can get clients and get visibility, in my opinion, is organically, partnership, or paid. Uh, if you you only have one of those prongs, just know that you're only going to be firing at one cylinder when you're able to add more layers on as you do and you're able to scale. The more visible you are, the more people know you, and the more people know you, the more people you can help. So yeah. That's great. And so impressive. Kudos to you. Just a few years getting through all of that. Wowza. Um, So I know a big problem that a lot of my listeners have in clients kind of full scope is they get overwhelmed really easily when it comes to growing their own exposure and trying to figure out this and that for their business. So when would you say is a good time for someone to reach out to a consultant like you versus trying to like scramble and do it all themselves and try and piecemeal stuff together? I think a lot of makers don't realize that they can start like as soon as they want, like right at the beginning, (laughs) like I did. Um, But, you know, I feel like there's a lot of hesitation. So I'm curious to know how you help people break down those barriers. Yeah. So in regards to I guess there's two things there. When is it okay to reach out to someone? And in order to reach out to someone and get help, you can do it right off the bat. I mean, here's the thing though, is it comes down to people's mindset is what it comes down to, right? It comes down to fear. It comes down to, you know, those variables. But I fully believe that the transformation occurs when the transaction takes place. Why? Because when you pay, you start to pay attention. And so it's really important for me is for people to understand that it might be that you're paying $20 to go to an event and then a hundred dollars for a course. And then you're adding on, but you, you are exchanging time for money is really what's happening is when you start to just keep Googling everything. So an example is on January 28th, and I'm using this because uh, we've been talking about it for a variety of different podcasts, but January 28th, I signed a new one-to-one client. Now, my one-to-one to to work with me one-on-one is $2,000 a month. So it's a pretty big investment. I've got other programs, but that's like my kind of tier, $2,000 per month. And she came to me and she said, I don't have a business name. All I have is an idea, but I'm paying for your VIP because she goes, I just want to set up everything correctly from the beginning. I was like, okay. 
that was at time of recording, we are June 16th. And so in little over February, March, April, May, four and a bit months, we've gotten her branding done. Her URL is completed. Her messaging is completed. Her tagline is completed. Her website is completed. Copy is completed. And she just hit her first 10K month last month. Oh my now, gosh. Woo. Now, she had zero audience. Like when I say zero people following her, zero email list. But the idea has been amazing. And so she is Dr. Bethany Toothtails. And what she is, is she's actually a dentist by trade, but she's also an entertainer singer. And so we merged them together. And now she educates kids and daycare centers about the importance of dental hygiene. And so that's an example of someone who had nothing but wanted to set up the foundational elements from the beginning. And let me talk to you a little bit about the foundational elements. Yes. When businesses come to me, they're like, it's like the three little pigs. They either have a business made out of hay or a business made out of sticks. Rarely do I see businesses come to me that they've got businesses made out of bricks. And so when they come to me, if their business is made out of hay and sticks, things are wobbly and things can collapse and go belly up at any time. So I build businesses with bricks. Now, what I mean by that is you have to have a solid product. I can't um, sparkle a turd. If your business sucks, it's (laughs) going to smell like a turd, look like a turd, feel like a turd. It's a turd. And we're not going to get any leverage and go anywhere. So if you've got a good product and then we build on the next layer of messaging and we build on the next layer of funnels and we build on the next layer of selling and all of these things, those are the foundational elements that if even COVID comes, you structurally will be sound to deal with it. Now, yes, your revenue might go down a little bit, but you're not going to collapse. (coughs) So for me is that, but when you build a business with bricks, those bricks also weigh more. So it's heavier and longer to build. They also, bricks cost more than sticks and hay. So again, because you're investing in the right thing. So I just, yeah, I use that analogy, but yes, people come to me such as Beth from Dr. Beth and Two Sales, where, do you mean in four months, we've been able to leverage a really great idea and get her up and going. Then you also have businesses though, that have been winging it, uh, you could say, are Googling it and YouTubing it for two or three years. They may have made six figures, not necessarily there's a lot of profit, they may have made six figures, but they're actually working 70 hours a week. So their hourly rate actually works out to about 10 to $12 an hour, right? When you actually do the math behind it. And they finally come to me, they're like, listen, I know I've got a good product, but I can't keep going at this pace from a hustle because they are, they're still in hustle mentality. Um, another example is I work with one of Australia's leading plastic surgeons. And he's the only plastic surgeon in Australia to sit on the national uh, international board of plastic surgeons. But Tim came to me and his business, yes, was made of, I would say, partial bricks, right? There is an element of there, but because of where he wants to go and he does, he wants to reduce his time in theater or in surgery because he's getting older and wants to do now spend more time with family. We had to switch the model around. And so I had to cut everything we had to separate the two businesses. We had to build new messaging around them. We had to create this different you know, profiles around him. And now, again, we're killing it, right? So those are three different examples of someone who didn't have anything, someone who has had something and comes to me, and someone who's actually quite, I mean, he was already making millions a year, right? But still knew he could do better and reduce his time in theater and surgery if we change things. So what I say to people is you're right on time. Mm. you'll know when the time is right. So yes, it's easy for me to say that, but you're right on time where you need to be. I mean, I just signed uh, a coach, uh, you know, a $45,000 coach I just signed with, and I'll be working with him for the next six months. 
again, I, I wouldn't have signed a $45,000 coach three years ago, right? I'm right on time for this particular person I need and the mm -hmm. expertise that he has. But I started, I also use a coin called pay to play. And I started a pay to play even earlier on with Finley and me, like I said, $20 in an event, um, $1,000 to an event ticket. Then I went to uh, Chris Ducker's mastermind in the Philippines, which is about $13,000. And then I've only from there, you know, I went to two masterminds in the Maldives with another coach. Like I always just keep layering, but I hire based on what, on what I need right now. So one year I hired based on, I needed to learn how to evergreen. So I hired the evergreen coach. Mm -hmm. This year I'm really looking at expansion and, and, and really scalability and the coach that I've hired now, that's his zone of genius. So, you know, you're right on time. You'll know what you need to do, but also don't buy naive and don't be building a business of bricks because if not, it's going to bite you in the ass at some stage. Yeah. And I, I hear that a lot too. You know, if you're not profiting, you're just playing around with a hobby. So, you know, once you're really serious about profiting and, you know, taking what you have in front of you and making it what you dream for it to be, then you're, you're spot on. It's the right time to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't, advocate or agree with that more. I totally see the value in it. I've, this is something I've tried to get across to not just my listeners, but my clients for years. I'm like, whether you work with me or not, like you can't and shouldn't have to do this alone. It's so important that you have people in your corner that help you out um, because you don't know everything. And <laughs> No one wants to spend their life trying to figure out how to do all the things you want to do what you're passionate about. So that's why people like you exist and people like me exist to help the people. So, and I think I, it's also important there that again, you said something there about people, you shouldn't have to do it alone, right. Mm -hmm. Or try and figure it out alone. And so here's the thing though, is people think that they're just paying for me. I can't speak on your behalf. They're buying me like, Oh, I just want, do you know what I mean? Your wisdom, your strategy, but you're not just paying for my strategy. You know, when people look at, Oh, $2,000 a month to work with you in your VIP, the, the thing is, is like, but that's like, do you know how much time I'm saving you for mm -hmm. like, I spend anywhere from 60 to hundred K a year on my own coaching. Do you know how much expertise I'm bringing? So you don't have to go and pay someone else. And to then you also don't have to spend the hours to go and learn that. So it's important that when you start looking at people and you might think, oh my goodness, you know, and you want to vomit at their cost, right? The, the reality of it is, is that it's it's the time that it's saving also you're you're not just paying for strategy and my learnings and the time but you're also paying for my connections mm -hmm. so if if you need to to get a new website or you need a copywriter you need help with seo yes you can go into any facebook group and post and then you're going to get inundated with a million recommendations then you're going to have to spend an hour to two hours sifting through those recommendations then you're going to have to book calls with those people then you're going to have to then choose and then you might end up choosing the wrong person anyways because you don't know what you're looking for in regards to that skill set that you're trying to outsource and hire for whereas when you work with me is I've already got a team of people that aren't on my team but they're like uh, contractors that I've I personally have paid for years and have utilized their services so I know exactly do you mean what you need to go so again you're reducing time so you're also paying for connections and I think people forget about that like I think they just look at oh this is what I get for the month no mm. you, there's so many other things that are underneath that yeah. And, and to add to that, you know, what I tell my clients too, is like, you're not just like exchanging money for a website or a session, you know, whatever 
I or you create for your clients is something that's going to get them results like long-term. It's like this Mm -hmm. continuous income stream for them. If they Mm -hmm. follow it, they listen to you, you know, Mm -hmm. they take your advice. So it's not like a, you know, an Amazon one click buy and you instantly get the product or the result. It's like longevity. You're continuously Mm -hmm. getting those results. So um, it truly is an investment in yourself. And I love that you give the example of how you invest in yourself. You know, you just because you went through all the experiences you did doesn't mean that like, poof, it happened. Like you continue to educate yourself and throw yourself into the deep end with masterminds. And those are big investments. Like again, kudos to you. That is huge. Um, and it's, it's really hard for people to part ways with that money. Cause they're just seeing the price tag. They're not seeing everything that you just said that comes along with it, mm-hmm. which is time saving connections, expertise, all of that. And that can really go a long way. Life is short, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you know, another example of the thing is yesterday I'm working with this client who's opening up a um, membership to for tech VAs, right? So she wants to be able to help generalist VAs move into the tech industry specifically because in the last 12 months, for example, with COVID, we've obviously had it seen an increase of course creation, everything like that. And we need the tech VAs and tech VAs are very hard to come by or the good tech VAs, in my opinion, are worth every penny, but they are expensive. And if you're bootstrapping, you don't necessarily have that coin to be able to then you know, put it all together. So she's working with tech, uh, she's going to be upskilling tech VAs in her upcoming membership. But yesterday we we're brainstorming about like the launches next month. And we're talking about like, who could she be partnering with to do you mean be able to enhance and get this message out to more women to be able to help them quicker. And so I was like, hold on. I was like, actually, there's this other lady in my other program. I said, she's the president of this VA association here in Australia let me connect you guys and see. So from that one connection that I made yesterday for her, she potentially now has a hundred new people for her membership to be able to go in there off of one conversation. So it's an example of, again, she's just may, I mean, if she, if that deal comes through, what she pays me every month has just broken her even for three months because it'd be a $3,000 deal. Cause this particular program she's in is a thousand dollars a month. Right? So it's like, but off of one connection that just potentially has seen her own revenue increase substantially mm-hmm. because of the people that I know and who I could connect her with. So I think it's just so important. And I just think it's a truly underestimated part that people are missing when they're looking at, um, you know, working with someone. Totally, totally. And I'm so glad that you shared that example because you know, oftentimes when people are trying to piecemeal stuff together on their own, they're only thinking about kind of like the outward facing content. So how their website looks, what the social profiles are, content, content, content. And they're forgetting that the whole point is to connect with people. And this year, you know, if it's shown us anything, it's that the internet exists for a reason to help us do that. And so I love hearing this example from you of how one connection can spur you know, copious amounts of business. It's incredible. And I imagine that's something that you recommend to all of those that you work with. It's, you know, networking and obviously you're setting them up for success, as you said, with your connections. So I I just love hearing that. That's. I know you also talked about something there and I just want to quickly say is that the content, right? Yeah. There's so many people, and funny enough, it just it is. I'm just about to release my new program called Everyday Payday. 
Because one of the things, though, that people aren't doing is they're producing content and they're showing up. But then women in particular are missing one key element. They're not asking for the fucking sale. Yeah. <laughs> so they literally just keep going. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and I see it every day when I work with new clients. Mm -hmm. Yes, you're on Instagram. Yes, you're on Facebook. Yes, you're inside of a Facebook group. Yes, you're doing this. And I reviewed their content, but I was like, where have you had a call to action? Where have you told them what you do next? Yeah, but I don't want to sell. Well, then you're not going to be in business long. I mean, that's the reality. So if you produce content, yes. And yes, build connections with your audience, but know that it is safe for you to make a shit ton of money. It is safe for you to ask for the sale. It is your job every single day to be asking for the sale. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, you know, I've this I've seen this so much over the last few years. And so, yeah, so it's funny that wasn't actually meant to even be spoken about. But that's like generally like it's you mentioned the content and it's like, yes, they're creating all this content, but still ask for the sale. Yep. I see that a lot too on my end. And the calls to action seem to be the hardest thing for my people to grasp. It's like they, mm -hmm. they feel so weird about it. They feel like this sleazy car salesman, you know, like, mm -hmm. but that's how you make a buck. You know, it's yep. people, you can't just assume that people know what you offer or how you help. So it's really up to you to navigate them. So, uh, you know, again, that's something you're helping people with. And I love to hear that we need more people like you in this world to help all these small business owners. My God. And, you know, the thing is, is people go, yeah, but if I promoted something yesterday and I promote something again, here's the thing. You're lucky on every given day with the data we know from Facebook that your stuff's getting put out in front of people 5%. 5% mm -hmm. of people are seeing what you actually produce unless you're paying for ads. So if you have 100 people on your Instagram account, <laughs> only five of them have just seen your post if you're lucky. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you have to keep reminding them. People also you know, my 87% of people buy based on scarcity, 10% of people buy based on process and 3% of people buy off of intuition, right? And so the thing is, is when we talk about scarcity, it's that's why when, when you're in the launch mode and you're like only five days left and then you send three days left and hey, we've got eight, you know, people need that because in the world we live in today, people's brains are so busy and our capacity that it's our responsibility to still remind them about what's going on on any given day. So you have to keep, you have to keep showing up. I, I've never in both businesses in almost 11 years in business has anyone ever emailed me and said, Angela, can you stop promoting yourself? You, you too. <laughs> never right so um but what Touché. i do get is thank you emails thank you for your toy thank you for this thank you for that right so again really i i just say suck it up get over the fear and the other thing i'll say is if you were in a nine to five job you have a job description and in your job des description are kpis that you have to make and if you don't make those kpis you get well, hold into your manager or supervisor's office you potentially get performance managed and you either rectify that or you get fired i don't understand why women struggle so much as your position description a component of that is selling mm -hmm. if you don't sell and meet those kpis your business is going to fall so the earlier you can learn that this is actually just part of your job description, the, the sooner, do you know what I mean, uh, you're going to start to see money coming in. And I also talk about a reframe. If you think, if you don't like selling, reframe it as serving. Every day I get to show up and serve my audience something on a platter that is going to help transform their world. 
So if it's the selling component, reframe it so that your mindset is stronger. But still, again, it's your responsibility to um, you're doing a disservice if you're not telling them what you have on offer that is going to help transform their life. A hundred percent. And mindset is the biggest roadblock I'm finding for people. So is that kind of when you onboard someone, you start with a client, is that where you start first is like, let's get on the same page, like mentally right here, right now. Like you need to be in this hundred percent, just like I am like no fear. And here's what's going to happen. And you kind of lay it out because I feel like a lot of people come into this stuff, just so afraid, like you said, and you, it's, it's really important that you have to use the word reframe. And I love that. Um, you have to help them kind of reframe their mindset. Does that make sense? Or is that kind of how you operate? Yeah, and so what I say with women is when, when I'm on a discovery call with them, I literally say, if you think hiring me is going to make you a million dollars, you are wrong. And someone, when they're like, oh, what do you like? Well, I thought that's what you're supposed to do. No, I will show up and I will support you and I will give you strategy. But your success is your responsibility. Yes. Your success comes down to the action or inaction you take. So I can give you strategy, but if you don't go and do anything, no action, you're probably not going to see results. So mm-hmm. I don't promise any results for any of my clients, even though, you know, one of my clients, we scaled from 300,000 to 2.2 million last year. Like I, I, I get the results. Yes. But those people that are getting those results is it's because they're taking responsibility for their own business journey. And so what I say is, is I say that because yes, mindset plays a huge part of it. And mindset is something that you're going to have to work. The sooner you can work on, the sooner you will see the growth within yourself and within your business. You know, I do hypnosis therapy at the I didn't I'll back up a little bit I believe my mindset's always been quite strong right like I'm quite a you know uh black and white person I'm quite strong-headed I didn't I've never ever thought that either of my businesses would fail because I just knew they would work out right but not everyone has that was it upbringing is it personality ingrained who knows but I've always had a strong mindset but you could always have a stronger mindset. So um, I've had five people die in the last three years, uh, last two and a bit years, actually. My grandmother on Christmas, my brother on Mother's Day, a father type figure on New Year's Day, uh, a best friend died just a few months ago, and another business partner uh, died. So I've had a lot of significant death. Like we're not just talking your neighbor or your dog, like we're talking significant people in my world. And, you know, the question I often get asked is why are you you know, why do you still keep showing up? Well, my question is, why the fuck wouldn't I be, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so do I grieve? Absolutely. Grief can hit me when I'm driving. Grief can hit me when I'm talking about it on podcasts. Sometimes it happens, but I've got choices. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing for you listening out there. You have a choice every day, what happens in your life. You have a choice to get up and take action and see growth, or you have a choice to binge watch Netflix. That's okay. That's 100% okay. And I encourage people to watch Netflix, but don't bitch, do you know what I mean? At the other people that are, are, do you know what I mean? Quote unquote succeeding, right? Mm -hmm. So mindset, yes. Is it tough? Yes. Is it fun that you're like, oh, yay, I get to go on unpack shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, it's not sexy. That's why people don't necessarily, you know, come that no one ever comes to me and says, Ange, can you help my mindset? Ever. Mm -hmm. categorically no one has ever said that but what they will say is I need more sales and in my brain I'm like you don't need more sales you don't have foundations 
and your mindset's wobbly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I can't sell on that because if I sell on that, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't be in business. Yeah. But once I get them into my ecosystem, I can then start talking about these things. So that's why I pay for a mindset coach to also come and coach once a month to my one-to-one clients, my mastermind clients, and my 12-month accelerator clients. Because my zone of genius is, str- is strategy. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'll call you on your stuff, but that I haven't done any NLP training. I, at least I'm a mental health clinician, but I also am very firm about my boundaries. I'm not here to be your clinician. I'm here to be your consultant, right? Mm-hmm. So mindset, I can't emphasize enough the importance of mindset and you're going to keep working on it. Like I said, I do hypnotherapy every week now. I've seen healers this year. I've seen money people this year. I've seen energy block. If you would have told me that those people would have been in my life two years ago, I would have laughed. But as a business consultant, I also feel it's my responsibility to go and try all these different components because just because I don't believe in it and just because it might not work for me doesn't mean that it won't work for one of my clients. And I need to have more tools than what I just use because each business owner is individualized. So yes, so mindset key. Yes, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing all that. That's really insightful. And you're spot on. Your success is your responsibility. I tell my people that all the time. It's like, don't blame me because you're not seeing the results that you thought you would get. Like, I don't see you showing up. I see you giving up on platform after platform because you're not giving yourself the systems that provide stamina to help you keep going. And like you said, foundations, like that's the biggest issue I see among my people over here is they think they're doing all the right things. And then we get down to the nitty gritty and it's like, dude, there's like nothing here. (laughs) You know, like I know it feels like you're doing a lot, but that's because you don't have any strategies in place. So um, I'm, I love uh, when I meet people like you who just get it and can help others understand the importance of all of this stuff because it matters so much. So for those who are listening and they're eager to kind of take this next big step forward and invest um, or just kind of learn a bit more, do you have something for them that people can check out? I know you mentioned a workshop when we were talking. So do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so one of the things that I see is there's, again, because I work predominantly with women, is that the all of the ideas are in their head and all the chaos is in their head. And the step one is to get the chaos from your head because it starts to free you. Step two is coming up with some goals about what are you actually working on? So many times it's like people are just like, oh, well, someone told me to do this, but well, how does that fit into your bigger picture? So I offer a two hour free online workshop uh, that people can access that comes with a 15 page strategy and goal planner. Um, Um, And that they can go in there and I actually walk them through everything that they need to do to break down their bigger goals into quarterly goals, into monthly goals, into weekly goals. Because in my opinion, the sooner businesses, especially women in business, can start to understand how to be more strategic and how to break things down so it's not so overwhelming, you can achieve anything. So yes, so they're more than happy to uh, download and access that. And I know we'll we'll be providing the link in the show notes for that. Yeah, link is in the show notes, you guys. So definitely make sure to check that out. It's going to be totally worth your time. I know I'm going to jump over there and check it out myself. That's so awesome and so generous of you. My gosh. Um, So before we hop off, do you have any final pieces of advice that you'd like to share with listeners out there? You've given so many golden nuggets, but it's a question I always like to ask before we dip out. Listen, again, I always say, and I've briefly touched upon it, is, is the power of pay to play. 
Again, when you pay, you pay attention. And my, again, my opinion is a transformation occurs. So really think about what do you need in business right now and how do you start to pay to play? Because in my opinion, your network equals your net worth. So the mm. uh, yeah, power of pay to play. And yeah, and for those of you those who may not be interested in the, the um, workshop, for example, the other thing is, is like, feel free i'm a big believer about just understanding where people are at in their ecosystem so you can check out the podcast you can check out my instagram but predominantly they can just go to angelahenderson.com.au and then they can choose do you mean what they need for their world right now awesome and i've put all of those links here so go check out angela and all of the places uh if you're interested and you want to learn more it's definitely worth your time she has got so much wisdom to share angela thank you so much for coming on the brandon bloom podcast this was awesome Thanks so much, Elizabeth. I appreciate your time and I appreciate you uh, allowing me to, yeah, you know, touch face with your audience. So thank you so much. Yeah. Now go out there and bloom boldly wherever you're planted by staying rooted to what matters, my friends. And remember that you've got this and I've got you. Did that go by too fast? No worries. You can always find me over at elizabethfleming.com. That's E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-F-L-E-M-I-N-G.com. For more information about my programs and how to take your learning further with me, there's also a free marketing checklist that you can get your hands on right now if you'd like. So head over to elizabethfleming.com for more. And if you loved this episode, I would love it if you left a review in return. It helps so much. So tell your friends about it. If you want to share it on social, the official show hashtag is BrandonBloomPod. And you can also tag me everywhere. I'm at Ms. Liz Fleming. That's M-S-L-I-Z-F-L-E-M-I-N-G. Everywhere on social media. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time.